Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third night in a row Page Side Live podcast. If the WWE isn't taking days off, if Kevin Owens is not taking days off, then you know what? Myself, Sean Reuter, and Gina Morasco are not taking any nights off. John, we're like Darren Young. We're no days off. I'm Mr. Twenty. I'm Mr. Twenty Eight days off, man. Because we did. Uh, you know what? Three, three, three days of work a month. That's what I'm talking about. That's that's it. I don't know, man. Man, I'm so fucking tired. But this show was this show, this show was off the chain, as Teddy Long might say. Did he say off the chain? I think so. Probably. All right, it was off the chain. I'm gonna have to eat some yogurt while we eat, while we do something here. I haven't eaten in a while. It's been a long day. Delicious, healthy yogurt. Uh, what the hell, man? I missed the beginning. I missed the very beginning of the show. So I will. I actually. So you, if you want to recap whatever Heyman did, I actually didn't see it. I was come, getting home late, and then I had some cable problems because of some thunderstorms. Did you see any of that? What happened? Is, no, Brock, so, is Brock suspended again? Um. So so, uh, Paul Heyman comes out and just goes on and on, just saying the things that. We know that he can actually say that the Undertaker fell down as he was getting up to the top of the entrance ramp. So they the Undertaker that, all right. Did tap out. <laughs> that he's not blaming the referee. He's not blaming the timekeeper. Because the Undertaker tapped out. And in the world of mixed martial arts and in the world of fighting, tapping out means that you are less of a man then the person you you have submitted you 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 have you have acknowledged that this person is better than you. Um, it uh, it, it it was honestly he, Paul Heyman is just one of those people that's good with words. Like he, he said everything that we that he needed to say, and he said it brilliantly. Um, you know, like he he's not angry at Charles Robinson. He's not angry at the timekeeper. Uh, because in his, in his view, the timekeeper was sh- trying to show compassion to the Undertaker, um, you know. And 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 when the, the bell rings, that means the match is over. And for him, you know, Brock Lesnar felt the tap, heard the bell ring, and to him, the match was over. Wow. So what oh. did they? What did they? They set up anything? I mean, I mean, yeah, obviously they, we know something's they, coming. They, your boy, uh, your boy, Bo, Bo Dallas came out. Oh, Bo! Oh, where, do no. think, where do you think Bo? Uh, and, then, and then he went on a road trip. Bo did went Bo on, die? But Bo went on a road trip. Uh, the Suplex City, bitch. Did he? Did, did they let him go quietly? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in, in, in death? Yeah, he died. <laughs> Oh, Bo. Poor Bo. And then, uh, then, uh, like, after five or six uh, suplexes, um, he then F5'd Bo Dallas just for good measure. What was that? That was somebody not understanding that an away message means away. Oh, I got you. All right. (laughs) I just realized that in my my haste to put this thing together, I named it Age Side Live. So... (laughs) Welcome everybody to the first edition of Age Side Live. Well, that's so. What? So, so Taker wasn't there. We know that. There's videos yeah, on the site. He fell. He did fall down. He fell down in view of everybody. So it's probably kayfabe. It's possibly kayfabe. Who knows? I mean, he definitely was worn out after that match. I mean, I don't right. think that's any question. 
so, so, so him falling down is possibly kayfabe, you know, like that he definitely took a, a pretty big bump, uh, you know, some pretty big bumps. Um, he was breathing pretty heavily during that entire match from so, early on. Yeah. So it, it, he could, in fact, uh, he, he could, in fact, uh, you know, have, have been exhausted. Um, so, you know, it could or could not be kayfabe. At least uh, Heyman bringing it up, though, probably makes me think it was kayfabe, or they're they're at least trying to make that part of the uh, of, of the story. You know, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It's it's definitely part of the story now. Who knows? Because Heyman brought up the fact that he left WrestleMania 30 in the ambulance, and that was not kayfabe. That was a shoot. It became right. it became part of the story, but so who right. knows? But and, and so and so, I guess like yeah, the Undertaker won, but you know the, the, the same the same kind of story that they told with the Second Triple H, uh, WrestleMania match, you know, mm-hmm. where like the, where the Undertaker wins, but like he needs help out, right? Yeah, you know, like that could be the story that they're going with. Like, yeah, you beat my you beat my uh my client, but he walked out and he was fine. He you know he passed out, but he was fine afterwards. You're the one that couldn't make it up the ramp. So, so but we don't know, we don't know when we'll see this story. So, no idea. Right, probably WrestleMania. Yeah, Brock, Brock's going to be gone again for four for months. Now, probably. I mean, he, no, he, I, I thought he was going to be showing up at the uh, MSG oh, show. You got, you're right. Yep, they're they're doing another house show thing with him at MSG. So, but that might be all we see from him until like Survivor Series. Right. Um, after Who knows? That, There's plenty of other stuff to talk about, though. Jeez. Which, which which we could which we could start right now. The New Day beats the Lucha Dragons. And then, uh, hey, Sean. Hey. Get the tables. Would you, would you like me to get the tables, Matthew Roth? I would love for you to get the tables after I say, what's up? What's up? Ah, and it is the Dudleys are back. It's not Team 3D. It's not anything else. It's the Dudleys. And they apparently this is not uh, Royal Rumble one-off. This is, they're back for at least a little while. For a little run, they're going to they're gonna fuck with people. I'm okay with that. Like, like um, our, our, our friend Alex Greenfield uh, said on Twitter, it would be great if they were part of the Dusty uh, the Dusty Rose. That would be. I had that thought too. Yeah, I, I didn't think about it until after I did a post on it. But yeah, they could because they put in the caveat that that's going to be past, future, and present or whatever. So they that could be that could turn out to be a really cool little tournament. It really could. And like we we, we said it on uh, on Saturday night. Fuck, you know, like all, all these nights are now running together. We said it on Saturday night. That's where the you know where the talent right now in NXT is is in the tag division, and that could be like a really really cool way of putting over the future talent if they uh, if they can you know get wins over the Dudley Boys. Yep, um, I love this. You know, Xavier Woods is perfect for this. Uh, I mean, almost lost in this too. We don't want to forget to mention the fact that the New Day came out with a fucking trombone and really sang did. like. A, a ver- like an outcast version of uh, fucking New York, New York, and are just the greatest thing ever. So a feud between them and the Dudley Boys, who can still go. I mean, they, they were never fucking the American Wolves, but they're fine. And they're still, they can still do their shit. And that's going to be fun. They might feud with PTP. We might keep getting four on four or eight on eight. I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I, honestly. It's more old guys, but what the hell? It is what it is. Yeah, honestly, what I'm excited about is that uh, 
it, it, the New Day is really making this, like, making the most of this. What they, are you talking about? The New Day? The New oh, Day God. and the Dudleys. God it's damn. Sting, it's Stingmark. Oh. Why are you talking about, I come in and I hear talk about the New Day? From the Raptors. You sons of bitches aren't bringing me down. Twitter's trying so hard to bring me down. You're fucking eating on camera. I don't give a rat's ass I about it. That's Sting. already told him. Welcome Sting. to A-Side Live. Settle down. Sting. Shut up. Settle down. You know this is my show. You shut your Sting. mouth. You shut challenging. My, my, my hand goes up. You shut your mouth. Sting, you, you botched the line, Roth, so congrats, Divas Revolution. The line? <laughs> Do you want, did you want us to talk about Sting before you got here, motherfucker? Sting or did we wait is challenging. For... Dude, Sting is challenging. I, I put WWE. him over on Twitter. I said he looked good. World heavyweight title at a WWE pay-per-view in the main event. He's the main event challenging for the title. Sting. <laughs> In fucking thing, dude. In 2015. In 2015. I don't care if it's 2032 and he's just a bag of bones. It's Sting. You're 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 geriatric hero. This is why the AARP sponsoring Nana Champions. I don't care. You fuckers are not gonna bring me down. It's so funny that this happened when people, you know, that we had the dude in the recap thread. Gino hates WWE. He really does. He shouldn't even cover the shit. And the very next night, a full-blown Mark City cannot fucking deal with it. Sting is challenging for the. Please put the belt. They're not gonna. No. But I can't. I can't help but be a mark for it and just sit here and go. Please put the belt on him. Please let him win the title. I don't care if you do like fucking the Kane title run back in 1998 and put it right back on Austin the very next night. I don't care. Just please let him win. What if he wins it? What if he wins it and retires and hands it to Cena? I would do anything. For, I would do that. That would I don't hate that. Awesome. I, don't, I don't hate that idea. I'm that saying, is fantastic. Fuck Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is the shittiest champion in the history of time. Oh, if you. there's anyone for Sting to beat for the title, it's Seth fucking Rollins, the oh, dude who's you, cheated. The dude, shut up, Roth. The dude who's cheated a billion times and always got by every fucking time. There's no, this is the best story. This is the best story possible. That dude cheats constantly. He's never fucking done anything right in his entire fucking title reign. All he's ever done is cheat, and now the motherfucking vigilante is here, and it's justice will be will be done. He has to win. That's the you right story. Here's the thing. Don't shit on Rollins too much because he has to carry your boy to a main event level match, and he can do it. He doesn't have to carry anybody. Sting yes. is a great oh, wrestler. Oh, you are delusional. Sting's a fantastic wrestler who's gotten oh, himself in the... He's a fantastic wrestler who's gotten himself into awesome shape. You're a liar, a fink, and a fraud. He's gotten himself into awesome shape. Did you see the lift he got on those Stinger splashes? Are you yep. serious right now? I, like, I, I, don't, I think he might be able to wrestle without the t-shirt. I mean, I think... Yeah. He might have dropped the, the, the old spare tire. He stood in that fucking gimmick for an hour while Seth Rollins just fucking yacked and yet He stood in there so long, he fucking... Rollins talked so long, he sweat his fucking face paint off, dude. He really did. I actually wanted to comment about that. That's a shoot. That's what really happened. I couldn't fucking believe it. I said, Rollins, shut the fuck up already. I can't stand it anymore. And I would fucking... Oh, my God. I can't handle how good it would feel if Sting was the guy to beat him for the... It, it's not going to happen. Not going to happen, you know. I'm such a fan. This is one of the only this is one of the only people who can do this to me. I want him to win so fucking bad. WWE, I will exchange good coverage 
for <laughs> you play the belt on Sting. Oh, I'll never say another bad word about your product. Oh my God! I'll I... sell out quick. I will. I won't sell out. I'll He's buy it in. I'll buy in, motherfuckers, dude. I can't believe it, dude. Sting. And you know what? If you're one of these motherfuckers who are in the threads or you're on Twitter or you're doing something, oh, another old guy. This is really what we need. It is what you need. Nobody's watching Seth Rollins. No one. Ratings are terrible. There's Nothing's changing, guys. Everything's still shit. And Sting's fucking awesome. Fuck you. <laughs> All right, so here, so, so you, you dismissed, you're even on board with my handing it to Cena thing. Here's what I think would really happen. And... I just want to, because I love you, I want you to start to get ready for this, even in your moment of bliss. Why would, don't do this, Sean. You know what's going to happen, dude. Don't hurt him. Finish this him. is the continuation of Triple H Barry's thing. This is, he will not let his guy go down, so he's going to bring out Kevin Nash and fucking X-Pac, and they're all going to just take turns like taking a dump on Sting's face, and then Rollins is going to pin him. Nope. Luger's going to show up and torture act somebody. <laughs> and torture act somebody, or he's going to recruit Nikki Bella, and she's going to torture uh, or rack attack somebody rack attack. in between getting pissy about raw crowds. No, you know what? Has anybody else joined in? Those, those women are not, are not wrong at all, by the way. They're not, but they're, they're doing the wrong thing. Yeah, they are doing the wrong thing, but they aren't wrong. Um, but first, first off, Unless Gino, when angle, you, Gino, when you came in, we were talking about the Dudley Boys, which is way more important than old ass Sting. I, I oh, can't old ass. Wait a minute. So old ass Sting is a problem, but also old ass and also not very good wrestlers. The Dudley Boys is cool. That's what you're telling me. Wait, you you mean champion Bubba Ray Dudley is not a good wrestler? So 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 old ass thing is unacceptable, but it's to- but why that is totally cool. Hey, be- at least they have a, at least they have a catchphrase, man. Okay, I just want to make sure everybody realizes that three fifths of TNA's Hall of Fame was on this show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> isn't, and people were tweeting me, they're like, "Isn't Bully still running TNA?" Like, He's dude, I haven't injured. watched TNA in years. Who who gives a shit? You don't about read TNA? Kyle Decker's. Incredible of course I don't. Coverage. Of course not. <laughs> Fuck Kyle Decker. You're, you, you're horrible. No, it is. It, this is. It's so funny because it's like you it's are. Such I, a it's good, funny that people say you're anti WWE when you're actually anti TNA. I'm pro. I'm so pro WWE. It's you've been trying to bury TNA for years. I. It's. They make it so easy. It's hey, low hanging fruit, is what it is. But it's so funny because it's like, dude, like this the. The, like I said, everyone thinks I'm so negative. Like the one person who makes me like the least negative showed up tonight, and you're this is this is you, and everyone else hates it. Is what's great about it. It's like I'm finally positive, and fucking literally everyone else is like this is bullshit. Because a part timer is taking somebody's spot. Wait, are we still talking about this? He's just taking Brock's spot while Brock's off. I don't it's, hate it. I just don't care. Well, of course you don't. You're heartless. I know. I am. I am. It's ridiculous. I am. Dude, but legitimately, though, stop for a second and, and understand that Sting has mm-hmm. a world t- It doesn't even matter the result that comes out because you're probably right. Seth's going to beat him. You know, just like Triple H beat him. It's bullshit. It's stupid. That it makes no sense. It makes no sense that he's getting the title shot. 
Let's let's be real about that. I guess it's Triple H is just really mad. I didn't watch the backstage thing that they said on the network because I was trying to do so many different things. So I don't understand the justification for it. I guess if you just show up and start beating the shit out of the champ, you get a title shot. He lost his last match and kind of was. He's he's zero and one in the WWE. So, yeah, and, yeah, and now he gets a title shot. So I don't really understand how that works. And I guess they kicked Cena out. And I, where does he fit into this? I don't know. I don't really give a shit. He's either. really mad though. Uh, uh, Cena was awesome tonight. <laughs> Cena I was. Hate the, I hate the Denzel Washington. Fantastic. You're. An, I hate you so much right now. I hate the Denzel Washington voice. How can you mark out over Sting and be on? I don't understand you. John Stewart is an asshole. Is my hero. What are you talking about? He's our. What an awful person to do what he did. It's terrible. I just can't believe that he would. He's a fan. Just decided to just decided to interfere in a match he had no business being a part of. Because he made he was a rash acting, decision and he, he tried acting, to apologize and he was assaulted for it. No, he was acting on behalf of Ric Flair, and Ric Flair did not want him acting on his behalf. So he how presumptuous! He apologized. He apologized to Nate. He apologized to Cena, and then he was. Oh, he only apologized to Nate when Nate showed up. How presumptuous of you, Johnny Stewart! Who the hell do you think you are? He you ruined know Nate everything. Be there. Oh, so your hero, your hero, John Cena, assaults a 52-year-old man, and you're okay. It's with not that? assault. It's that called is very well assault. It's self-defense. It's well, delayed it's for a day. It's just delayed self-defense. That, that is not was, a thing. It was assault when Stephen Amell jumped in the ring. Triple H wanted to have him thrown out of the building a few weeks ago until he signed all the paperwork. It's delayed self-defense. That is, is not a is. thing. He, he can, you can't. He assaulted. He, assault, he assaulted an old man. That old man chair shot at him and cost us the U.S. title open challenge. You think we're gonna that get that? Defending himself. Seth Rollins is too busy talking to defend a, to do a U.S. open title challenge. You guys are awful. That's true. What the hell is the matter with you guys, man? That's true. He's Seth Rollins is not gonna have a U.S. open title challenge. No, there's not. And that's that was actually a great angle. You know what? Um, you know what? It was a great angle. I thought Stewart's angle was great too. Even if you're gonna kayfabe it up and call him a villain. Uh, what, what's kayfabe? You're what kayfabe. Are you, you are in full. <laughs> you're kayfabe. <laughs> uh, I called. I did. I called it last night too. John Stewart, super smart. You really did. Yeah. That was it. I thought this was really. I mean, this makes the uh, Undertaker. I mean, I'm gonna give WWW. I can't do it. I'm gonna give the company some credit because I'm gonna shit on them later probably. This angle was great. They set it up with his interaction with Heyman, where he's a fan. He doesn't like to see these records broken. It all it made sense, and they paid it off quickly. They didn't drag it off forever. I thought this was great. I'm with you. I even I am okay with Denzel Washington assaulting John Stewart. I hope that he starts a John Stewart family like Bobby Heenan. <laughs> he could. He's a hell of a promo. He sold this shit. It even makes sense now why he took so long to do the chair shot because he was conflicted. It was a rash decision in the moment. He didn't mean to. He's sorry. And then he got assaulted by a thug. Oh, my God. How dare a you? A thug in jorts. Uh, the doctor of thugonomics, but that's not neither here well, nor there. He went to medical school. At least he went to medical school. Neither here nor there. He was assaulted. He was pissed off. You know what? He had a human reaction. And then he made... Well, so did John Stewart. It's a very human reaction. John Stewart. Wait, wait, wait. But, Gino, Gino, didn't, didn't John, uh, John Cena give Kevin Owens shit for assaulting a non-performer, isn't yes, that isn't he your hero a hypocrite? Yep. Okay. Okay. So so let's let's just drop the kayfabe. And oh, oh now we're dropping. Only though, the there's no defense for Stewart here. There's no real defense for Stewart here. Okay, he was wrong. Cena was going to win. 
the match, correct? That's what was going to happen. No. Cena was going to win the fucking... Cena was going to win the match. Everybody was down. Cena was going to win the match. No. What if if the timekeeper had hit the bell? I've had just about enough of this shit. (laughs) Stuart was... (laughs) Cena was going to win the match. I disagree. Stuart interfered. That is unacceptable. That is a heel move, dude. He turned on him, and he, he fucking interfered on behalf of Rollins. And his reasoning does not make it okay just because you think it's cute. It doesn't make it acceptable. And so Cena's reaction was very human for the first time. Like, the dude's acting like a real person, and people are still shitting on him. John Cena could cure cancer, and you'd fucking bitch that he didn't cure AIDS. Yeah, I would. That's, that's right. where we're at right now. You realize this. I just, no, I, I'm pretty sure I just said I thought Cena was great tonight, but I guess I'm not. I didn't, I didn't say that, I guess. <laughs> Cena was fantastic tonight. You guys are assholes. He was Stuart got what he deserved. He was, he was got deserved. Day, day That's day how the shit works, buddy. That's how well, it works. So, so can we actually drop kayfabe for one second and actually just say that it was really, really impressive that John Stewart took any kind of bump. Like Man, it was awesome. That like he very well could have just taken like a clothesline or something and gotten the same sort of a reaction. But yeah, he, you know he he did take an AA. At 52 years old, as a non-performer, like a not like somebody who's never taken a bump before, that's super super impressive. And like, the thing I liked about it is he did exactly what I would have done if I took it, which was he realized that his gut was exposed, so he pulled his shirt back down, and then he started selling it. <laughs> he did exactly what I would have done. I just liked, like I said on Twitter, shout out to John Stewart for protecting the business because he sold all the way up until he wasn't on camera anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. He sold like that. He actually was hurt. Like you could start to wonder. Well, he is old. Maybe he's really hurt. Like, that's impressive, man. We learn really from we learn from Taker. And also, he's a lifelong fan, so you know that he was marking the hell out when he got behind the curtain with his the, little kid. Um, like, his his flare strut was the greatest thing. I mean, this there were a couple of things tonight that got lost in how cool the thing that happened after it was. One of them was the New Day's trombone entrance. Sure. And then another one tonight was Stuart marking out when Flair came out and gets lost in what happened afterwards. But that was pretty awesome. Our numbers are through the roof. I'm sorry, I was just, was, I was just looking was, at our I was looking was at our cute. stats. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, no, no, yeah, Stuart was really good. Dropping the kayfabe stuff. Stuart was really good. And Cena was really good, actually. And even Flair was really good to come out and be like he was healing on the crowd. The crowd's shitting on him and he's going, Hey, I actually you ruined that. You fucked everything up. And that actually this it's is one really, of Flair's better promos in like the last five years. I mean, that it was made an sense. A, that was an A plus segment. Flair. Yeah. So so everyone made sense. Yep. Stewart comes out and he goes, "Look, guys, like I wasn't trying to help Rollins, which makes sense because it's like he's your mortal enemy." He's like, "I'm just, dude. I'm a Flair fan. Like I'm a fan like you guys. I don't want Cena to tie that record, dude. Ric Flair's the man." Flair comes out and having given the shoot interview and having said. I think it'd be great if Cena did it because that's like he's actually a good hard worker and he's super well-respected within the business. And the crowd, of course, hates it. So Flair, because he's still, when he's not drunk, a great promo, says you you don't have to like it, but you're going to have to learn to love it, baby. The wrestling god is here. And then they turned immediately. You so, sound like Jay Lethal doing Ric Flair right there. That was very I, impressive. Thank you. That, that, that was impressive, Gina. You think Thank Rick you. was pissed off at how the crowd treated his daughter earlier at this point? Um, possibly, probably. I wouldn't. I, I, think, I, mean, 
I think Charlotte was crying shoot tears at the end of that match. Yeah, somebody tweeted me that, and I, I, I didn't see that because I'm always doing... I mean, she cries at the drop of a hat, so who can Legit. tell? So, like, but, what's the what's the story there? I mean, tell me I what mean, happened. I think they were working their asses off, and they were getting ignored by the crowd, which... I mean, they were... Well, I won't say they were working their ass. I mean, they were. They were trying. They weren't doing to, great. Okay. To finish up what I was saying, Cena's angle okay, was also that. really good. Also really good because, hey, now the dickhead has all the titles and the U.S. title open challenge is done, which has been the best thing on TV for all these months. Hey, Brooklyn smart crowd, you guys are talking shit, but you all know that was the best damn thing that I was Mm -hmm. doing. And so it's like, it just worked every way. I'll write about that. But yeah. So the divas revolution, go ahead. What, what happened? Um, Huh? Did you see the women's match? Yes, I did. I just didn't see her crying. I, I, so, I mean, well, just to, 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 to the whole segment for everybody, we had the Miz TV segment with Team PCB or whatever the fuck they're Which called. Which was awful. It was awful, and they're oh awful. God. And they, I don't know if they've, I don't know where to put the blame. I mean, some of it is on creative. I'm sure they're sent out there with a the script. Becky's gimmick appears to be that she says crazy shit. Um, they pinky swear a lot. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was horrible. Miz says sexist shit. The crowd pops. Team Bella comes out and confirms the sexist shit. And then here's what happened. Here, here's here's what you're talking about. So so they book the women. They do. They get very little time for Team PCB to kind of put everything anything over. Charlotte tries to get over with the hey, I'm Ric Flair's daughter, and Woo! it actually kind of worked. She wasn't she wasn't actually that bad as far as the delivery of her lines and whatever and whatnot. It really wasn't too bad. Becky's real awkward when she talks, and I, I'm I'm gonna have a hard time getting over that. Um, and then Paige is what Paige is. But then Team Bella comes out, and they book them to get into a just a, a sandbox shouting match. They're just bickering at each other. They're just, like, starting to scream, and it's just you're never going to get over that way. And I think we've talked about this when Rollins and Kane were doing it. And it's if it's two people who are bickering, the person who's going to get over is the one who comes in and shuts them up. And they booked The Miz to step in between these bickering, catty, schoolgirl, click, fucking bullshit, cat fight that they had going and said, ladies, when I, yeah, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut and the crowd popped huge for it. And they, that made him the baby face. And I thought it was a great save on Miz's part to say, and that goes for all of you too. And then they booed him. And so I thought, man, fucking well done to the Miz for doing that. Of course he comes back in the next moment because he's the heel and he's mm-hmm. still trying to get the heat for getting in between them. So he goes after Team PCB and starts talking shit. But the way it was booked was that he was, of course he was going to get over with that line. So it makes it look like, again, to the back, to Vince, to Dunn, to the, the, the decision makers, the one person who got over in the segment was the guy. But it was totally done so that the guy's line would get over and the girl's line, anything the girls did wouldn't. It was just completely a setup for that makes it worse is Miz says that all their or what did he say that they were just um what was his line uh, that they were I'm, fighting each other for uh what did he fucking well, say? I, I, no, I just remember Nikki fired back with wins and losses don't matter or whatever yeah Nikki at one point said wins and losses don't even matter and then he had said something about how or he was running down the divas and talking about something about fighting and then they were like fuck this or no, he said, you fight like girls. Yeah, you fight like girls. Yeah. You fight like girls. And they were going to gang up and beat the shit out of him. And I thought, this is great. Beat the fuck out of the guy. And so he gets his comeuppance for being a piece of shit. So what does Team Bella do? 
They do exactly what he says, and they fucking let him off, and he just runs away, and nothing ever happens to that dickhead, and they attack from behind, the girls, which is like, you're doing exactly the stereotype that Miz is upholding. And the crowd crowd at this point was with them because they were chanting for the women to kick Miz's ass. Yeah, and it's like, you, you actually did your job, and then you fucked it up. And then later... Brie Bella is telling that crowd who turned on him because the match wasn't any good and that whole fucking clusterfuck of a segment was awful. Kiss my ass, Brooklyn crowd. And Nikki's shitting on him and Paige is saying, well, you helped us get change and then you pull this bullshit. Fuck you guys. Which is like, well, for what change happened? There's been no change. Right. It's still all bullshit. So it's just like, I, what an awful, all the way around, this was terrible. F. F segment. So, so, here, so here's the thing. Um... It's the crowd. The crowd obviously sucks, and, and you know, and, and and part of it is that it's the same crowd that saw, you know, likely saw the the the, the Sasha uh, Bailey match, and you know that they, they want that. That's what they want, and it, it's what we we've been talking about, which is if if you really want to actually show that there is that these women are just as capable capable as the men. Let Sasha and, and Becky put on like a 15-minute a match at a pay-per-view for the women's title and let that be your money feud. And then people start buying into this whole Divas Revolution bullshit. The problem is is that they're booking the, the, these clicks don't make sense. There's no reason for Team Bella versus Team Paige versus Team Naomi. Nobody gives a shit about it. Like, nobody cares because nobody's invested in this because the only thing that you've that the WWE has shown us is that at the end of the day, this is mean girls versus mean girls versus mean girls. And you have Becky Lynch, who's a hell of a performer. And Sean alluded to it. Her entire character is that she says outlandish shit when she speaks. And the funny thing, though, is that she still actually has more character depth than Paige. That's the funny thing. Paige like, has been on the saying, for going on two years now. Yeah. Right. And she has more character depth than Paige. She has more character depth than Brie Bella, who yells out Brie time, which actually, if you watch... Uh, oh. Nikki Lewis, <laughs> I hope she yells out Brie time next time. That would be a botch yeah, of her but, own catchphrase. But, but, but she, when, when Brie mode on Total Divas means get blackout drunk, so that doesn't make sense as a catchphrase. Uh, she has more She has more, uh, more character depth at this point than Alicia Fox, Naomi, Tamina Snuka. Uh, basically, the only person that... Yeah, she she has out of all the women on the roster, she has the most character depth besides maybe Lana and Summer Rae, and mm. she's the one that's saying stupid shit when she gets uh, you know, that, that takes things too far to to the point where her team and her friends are saying, "Hey, calm down a little bit." That's who she is, and so like this crowd sucked, and I felt bad for the performers because no nobody like and like we we've said it you know every single SummerSlam, which for some reason they like going to Brooklyn after shows where they have a very, very smart crowd, just completely shits on the matches. And it happened with Orton versus Sheamus. And I felt bad for those guys, because those, like, it, 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 you're complaining about something, and, and you're going into business for yourself, and all you're doing is fucking up the timing of the match. You know, like, you're, you're, you're clearly having an effect on, on the performers who may or may, you know, may be boring you, and you're making it worse. And then I what mean, you're doing, and Alex Greenfield points it out on Twitter... All you did tonight, all those, all those, the wave and the chance that weren't for the match, all you did was let uh, Kevin Dunn have a little bit more ammunition when he goes to uh, 
to ride on the plane with Vince McMahon to wherever the fuck they're going tonight, he's going to be on the plane and he's going to go, hey, Vince, you heard those. You saw the wave. Nobody wants these women on television. We need to bring back the big titty girls in the small in the brown panties matches because that's what fans want. I mean, I th- I my issue with the crowd, and I, I don't. I mean, I, the crowd was not just shitting on the women. The crowd was shitting on the whole story they've been given, which is no story at all. And it's the crowd's right to do that to say I don't like any of this. And I was with the crowd when they were chanting "We want Sasha" because I also want Sasha. And I don't mean that in any sort of creepy way. I would rather see Sasha go out there and get 15 minutes with Nikki in something that's actually promoted instead of just something that's thrown on TV. Anyway, my point, my problem with the crowd is, first of all, you you can't, don't ever chant we are awesome. Don't ever do that. That's just, you just, I don't care if you're doing this to, doing that in an Orton match or a women's match. Shut the fuck up. You're not awesome. We don't care. Don't do the wave. Don't. I don't know. Sit on your hands. I don't know because that is it's a fucking it's the feed it's the feedback loop that we talked about before. Greenfield brought it up too. The fact that JBL was putting over the crowd means that Vince was already in the mode of yeah he's already in the mode of this is bullshit. Save it, guys. Yep, he's with you. So, so if that was the plan, congratulations, right? So here's where prophecy. Here's where I get to explain the difference between my defense of the We Want Lesnar chance and why tonight was not okay. So the We Want Sasha chance, perfectly acceptable. Do that. Chant that till till you're blue in the face. It's because that's within the wrestling context. That's within even the story that's being told. Mm -hmm. That here's Sasha, and she had this fucking baller match with Bailey and then was given nothing at SummerSlam and didn't even appear on this show tonight. You want her. She's the big deal to you. Absolutely cheer for her. The Lesnar thing again was a four hour show. The hometown babyface returning as the hometown babyface for the first time in a decade. Absolutely cheer the guy. It's a big deal. It's a huge thing. It's a once I mean and with his schedule and his age, he might not never come back. Yeah, so this that's what is, Heyman always we, says, is that you have to appreciate to, every Lesnar match. Yes, right? so it's sorry, but the match you're presenting isn't very good. And yes, we realize it's disrespectful, but at the same time, there are enough things for that where you go, you know what, I can't really blame him too much for it. It's still shitty, it's still a blatant show of disrespect, but you can't blame him too much for it. Here, the We Want Sasha chance, again, it's disrespectful, but it's even you can it you can get that woven into the story of what's being told and what they're doing, even though it's outside of the confines of the kayfabe, right? So you can't do that when you're doing the wave. Okay, the wave is a fucking 10-year-old move. That's what kids do. If you're a grown-ass person doing the wave, I'm sorry, sit down. It's stupid. You look dumb. I don't understand. Like, that is so very much the psychology behind you're in a, lo- a really large group and everyone else is doing it, so you just jump in and do it too. That's really the only reason to do the wave is because you get swept up in that, and that's a psychological thing, and okay, fine, we can – I'll – we'll give you a pass for that, right, even though it's stupid and dumb and you look dumb and it just – again, that's a blatant show of disrespect. But the We Are Awesome chance, like you said, Sean, there is never – at any point, there's nothing that could happen that would make that chant okay or cool, or the fact that you're chanting it negates the words you're saying. Because you chanted we are awesome means you are the exact opposite of awesome. You are the worst possible, that you are the worst that you could be. You could not be any worse than you are when you chant something like that. And it's different because at that point, 
you've gone totally into business for yourself, you don't give a shit about what's going on in the ring, and now you're trying to make it about you. It's not about what's going on in the ring. I understand if you're not entertained, that's fine. If it's you don't appreciate what's going on in the ring, that's fine. It really wasn't that good of a match. There really wasn't that much to get into. Uh, a lot of the again, we, they in a lot of ways they don't know what the fuck they're doing with all this and all these teams and whatever, whatnot. That shit's it's it's gonna die a death every time. Fine, but you that does not mean that you just draw all the attention to yourself and then it's not about the show anymore it's about you and i'm not watching this show for you can, can I, you i'm what, not paying money for you fuck you can I, can I tell you what bothers me most though it's that the announcers need to acknowledge it it's that jbl is on there is on the mic and said like his job is calling the action at the end yeah. of the day what jbl's job is to do is to call the action in the ring and what instead what he's doing is he's acknowledging the fans and saying now the fans are cheering this, we are awesome, and the fans are, are, are doing the wave, and the fans are making these women cry. That's what he. That, that, that's what he's doing. He's not acknowledging what's going on in the ring, and that's my biggest problem. Is because uh, at the end of the day, like what, what you said before about John Stewart protecting the business, what what JBL should be doing is protecting the business. He should be protecting the business and the match, and not acknowledging the fact that the you know that these women are being put through hell right now. You know, well, like it's just, yeah, the, I mean. Everything about the, these women are being set up to fail. There's everything about it. They know Vince McMahon is a smart guy who has one of the best minds for this business ever. He might not always do what we think he should do, but he knows that stories get over. He knows if you just send anybody out there with no context, where they actually say a win or a loss here doesn't matter, they have no reason to dislike each other, that's going to die. And then when it dies, then you confer. It's just it's unbelievable. And wins and losses don't matter is something a heel can say. Is she well, heel this week? Is, is she heel this week? Again, that's the problem with the fucking story. Is she well, not she comes story? out and puts over her title reign run, and then they don't do anything with it. She just says, I'm going to set the record in 22 no. days. And, and that's what's great. Wins and losses don't – this woman <clears throat> literally said, wins and losses don't matter, and then said, I'm going to be Divas champion for the record-breaking reign. I'm great. They you just won. negated everything you just said, you fucking dummy. If they wins and losses don't matter, win. your title reign doesn't mean a fucking thing. How they Either they scripted that and she's dumb for going along with it, or she is just the stupidest fucking person on earth and does not understand how one thing completely cancels the other out. If a wins and losses don't matter, and even if you are a heel, that's some dumbass shit to say. The heels are supposed to say the shit that makes sense, but wins and losses don't matter, but my record title reign is the greatest thing on earth. That Those two things cannot both be true, you fucking idiot. I believe all of this was scripted. I don't think any of... Very few people are allowed to go out there with a live mic and no script, and the, none of the women are on that list of people who can do that. How, about, how, about, the fact, though, how about the fact though, that they went out of their way to not mention AJ by name? They've been very nice to AJ. That, that, was, a, that was a while ago. They've been just really quiet lately. Well, that's the same as far yeah, as that I guess so. I mean, but for a while they were like putting her over even though she was gone. At no point have they been any negative way towards her at all. And I, it's just, I just don't, it's so stupid. Like, within the context of everything you're saying, even inside context and without context, you just, you look dumb. It all looks so dumb. And if that's the point, you, you, you pulled it off. Great job. Great job. 
you fucking you ruined everything that that could have been good here is is ruined now. That's awesome. And now she also effectively made it to where her record breaking moment won't mean shit. Mm-hmm. And if she loses, it also won't mean shit. So congratulations. You're great at pro wrestling. Leave. Leave now. I and I've been a huge Nikki Bella defender. After tonight, I'm done. That is so. That's the stupidest shit in the world. But but playing devil's advocate here, you said that very few performers have the ability to actually go out there and say what they want. Is she in the in, in the situation now where she can veto something and say, "I'm not saying this because this is stupid." So everyone, so I think anybody can. Everyone's do that. in that situation. Suicide. What but. are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Like that's the point. Like AJ Lee did that shit constantly. She'd go out there and they, that when she's accepting the Slammy Awards and going, I hope I'm defending this title against Emma and Summer Rae at some point. That wasn't in the script. They didn't tell her to say that. She said that. And what are you going to do? You can go to the back and they're going to go, yeah, I'm fucking standing up for what I think is the right thing to do here. So, yeah, Nikki can be the, you know, the company soldier and just go out and say whatever bullshit they got her saying. But again, if you really want something to change, be, have it in you. You, you tweet all this inspirational bullshit, and it's just bullshit because you're not doing the shit that you're claiming. Go out and take a chance. That's the, the Punk and AJ and all these things, you know, they're gone now, but those are the people who were going out and taking the chances. Those are the people who had the fucking guts to go out and actually go, you know, I'm not saying that. I'll tell you I'll say it. It's better to ask for forgiveness than it is permission. I'll tell you I'll say it, and I'll go out and I'll say something else that's actually going to get over. And when it gets over, they'll just be happy that that's the end result, right? It, that's just that's what it is. And if anybody okay. if anybody on the roster could probably get away with it, it's probably Nikki Bella. Yeah, what are they going to do? We're going to fire John Cena's girlfriend? Shut right. up. And she's the star of Total Divas, and I mean that's why I'm wondering if there's not some kind of impromptu work that might be getting put together where it's they're going to try to put it as the women against the fans, which I think will die too because there's would still be no the conflict. Thing they could do. There's still no conflict between the wrestlers. So, yeah, it would be really dumb, but I wouldn't put it past them as to try to call that audible. That's the other thing, Ross. The other good point to that is is you have the influence and you know you have the influence, right? That's one of the things with us, Sean, where we go that's the when we talked about the feminism stuff, and this is great timing because we're talking to a couple feminists tomorrow for the show for Cage Side Live, and we're going to talk about all this stuff. But it's well, people go well, you know, how do you who handles feminist issues very well in, in the pro wrestling media? And then someone said Cage Side Seats, and I got really kind of uncomfortable because man, I don't know, I'm I, I don't know enough, and I'm I'm not good enough, and I don't ever feel like we do enough, right? But it's in a way there should feel I'm sure you feel it too some responsibility to that you have to do because we have so many fans. We get such good numbers that we reach so many people that if we're spouting bullshit, right, that's not okay. We're influential now. We have some fucking sort of influence. And I'm not acting like we're some big deal, certainly not. But we're a big enough deal that people are writing fan posts talking about an introduction to cage side seats in this great community, and here's what you can expect, and we don't even ask them to do that kind of stuff. So Nikki Bella is influential within WWE now. Her boyfriend is the face that runs the place. She has been around long enough. She's the the lead star on Total Divas, a vehicle that's done very well for them. She's been the Divas champion for all this time. She's been around forever. She does all this media outside of WWE. She's a valuable asset to the company. And when you're that valuable, you have to know that you're that valuable. And when you know that you're that valuable, you can then actually have influence 
for the greater good of everybody. Like Punk said, he kept coming back because he wanted things to improve for everyone, not just for himself. I am... Every man's death affects me because I am a part of mankind, and there's no fucking attitude like that here. Or at least there doesn't seem to be when you go out and you say stupid-ass shit like that and you don't use the influence you have to actually affect change. And instead, you take your fucking ass to Instagram and blame it on the fans who are revolting against the bullshit they're being given because you are not exerting the influence we just talked about. So it's this big round circle of just who gives a fuck I would much rather focus on Sting being back, something that actually makes me fucking happy, instead of focusing on how ridiculous all of this is, and no one's, all the people who could change it aren't changing it, while telling us they're changing it, and then when we reject the non-change, they get mad at us, like we did something wrong. Fuck I, 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 I think that's really it, too, and, and we, we hit on this on, on Saturday night, where we said, uh, where we were talking about, you know, Stephanie McMahon coming out and saying, this is... This is the Divas Revolution, and like she was saying at the uh, at NXT, and, and, and you nailed it. You, you said that if if it really mattered mattered to her, that you know that I don't want to keep harping on it. That match should have closed the show. And if Stephanie McMahon has any influence backstage with her father, and you know, and and in the the creative department and in the writing, she should be able to say this is wrong. This 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 is this is going backwards. This is, uh, you know, this is killing something that I believe in. As your daughter, I believe in this. And, you know, in, in if if this is the direction that we're going to go, what you've effectively done is you've killed two, you've killed these women in this company with our fans well, on the main. And when I say this company, I mean the main roster with our fans to the point where if they go back to developmental and NXT and and tear the roof down again, there's still the main roster failures that. We now look at Emma as, or that we look at, uh, you know, uh, Adam Rose as a main roster failure. You know, Bo Dallas a main roster failure. At a certain point, why bother? You know, if you weren't going to be invested in this, then why bother? Just you know, don't bring them up. Don't bring them up. Let let Paige, you know, continue to be catty with with Nikki Bella. Let and just worry about Total Divas. If that's what your Divas, your women's division is for, is a vehicle for Total Divas. Your 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 uh, your reality show, then let me know that as your daughter, so I don't need to bother with these women, these highly talented women that belong uh, and and deserve respect because I don't want that to happen to them. I mean, Charlotte legitimately cried tonight. That was a miserable experience for those women. And yeah, they're lashing out against the fans. You know what? That they, uh, they're lashing out against the fans because they can't tell Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn go fuck yourself. They could backstage, though. I mean, that's what that's what Gito's saying, and I think that's right with Nikki. And the the awesomely screen named uh, Hulk Hogan wasn't Mr. America on the comment thread brings up something that I hadn't thought of before, which is what if Nikki doesn't want anything to change? What if Nikki wants to break AJ's record and go back to having meaningless five minute matches with Alicia Fox? Yeah, who's benefiting the most from this? The Bellas. Gee, I wonder. Mm-hmm. I fucking wonder. Yeah. Who's going to be hurt the most if the revolution actually happens the way we want it to? Yep. Gee, I fucking wonder. So, yeah, there's politics in anything, and, and I get that. And definitely in WWE. And cer- certainly in WWE, and, well, there you fucking go. And it's just like, again, yeah, like, well, they can't say anything? Yeah, they can. Yes, they can. Just like I can say something if my boss is coming to me with some shit, and I, either I can just accept it or I can... 
understand that, you know what, I'm valuable. When I took this ship over, it got 3 million views in a year. We're going to do 100 million views this year. I'm valuable. Like, I know what I bring to the table. So my opinion matters. It means something. So I'm going to use that when you come to me with something and I'm going to, no, I'm going to put my foot down on this one. So, and you know what's funny? We hear all these fucking stories. Vince respects that. And I totally agree because I know how I am with my staff. Someone were to come to me and like, and it never happens. It never happens. They're just, this, 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 this needs to be, and that's that. And people just, okay, you're the boss. But yet it's kind of nice when someone's like, that doesn't make sense. Tell me why it doesn't make sense. And then they explain. It's a good explanation. You implement their idea and it's way better for everyone. That's by all accounts, that's how Vince is, right? That's what we've heard from everywhere, shoots, whatever. And, you know, of course, they could just be, you know, brown-nosing. But somehow I doubt it when that's even been said outside of when people have no reason to say a good thing. And I can understand that having been in a position of being a boss and, hey, you know, don't just fucking follow right along. Be different. Have some defiance. Like, people like that respect that kind of shit, dude, because I was defiant, and that's what helped me get to where I am. So, again, I'm a big yes, man. I'm just like Kevin Dunn over here, so. I, I love you, Sean. You are a yes man. <laughs> you are a yes man, and I do love you for it, but well, no. Right. Most I'm of the just, time, you're right, so. But just uh, be influ- Use your influence. You have it. Use it. But, yeah, you're right. It would, you know, and I that's mean, the thing, too. It would, if it would hurt you, that's the hard decision to make. You talk. She talks that inspirational bullshit on Twitter. You're not making the hard decision. It's easy to make a decision when it doesn't affect you or when it affects you positively. It's much harder to make that same decision when you're the one who wouldn't come out smelling like the fucking brightest, you know, or the smelling like the greatest rose, whatever the fuck. And the other way that this works out for everybody involved, if, whether if Nikki and John Cena are behind this, the way that WrestleZone report or whoever was, it was WrestleZone, right? If that's yes, it the was. case, or if it's just Vince and Kevin Dunn don't want things to change, then. As long as everybody's blaming the fans, the performers, us, all that, then that's fine because we're not blaming WWE creative, we're not blaming the power structure, we're not blaming Stephanie McMahon, any of the people that really could be changing anything and have vested interest in not changing anything. We're busy fighting each other about what's the right way to chant instead of anything else. Yep. We wanted positive change, not just change, positive change. Wanted something better, and you you haven't delivered that. And I don't make me the bad guy for pointing it out. Yep, I'm the consumer. What else happened? Let's be happy. Brock Lesnar. We started. We I missed about, this. No, I mean, you I, missed that. Bo yeah. leave, dude. They they used Bo Dallas. I know. This I was, heard. I got to go back and watch it. This is what I thought this segment was. I thought it was a make good for Smarks, people who were pissed about the finish because they knew, you know, and Taker didn't show up for the show. He flew back out to Texas. And as far as people asking if he's really hurt, I don't know. I don't think he is. He's probably banged up because he's old and took a lot of bumps, and I'm sure he's going to need some time to recover because it takes longer to recover the older you get. Fucking Captain Obvious true. here. Yep, it's true. But, I can attest to that. Sure. but I'm old. Um, so Brock Heyman comes out and cuts a typical Paul Heyman promo and uh, you know, kind of goes on and on or whatever, but yeah, we're, I want to fight now. We're not setting up a WrestleMania match. Quick nod to the dirt sheets. Dirt screens. We're not setting up a WrestleMania match. We're not setting up a Royal Rumble match. We're setting up. We're want now. And Brock takes his shirt off and gets pumped, and it's great. And Bo Dallas's music hits, and he comes down, and Brock's just got this slightly amused look on his face, like, "All right, what's this asshole want?" And Bo says, 
Bo does the Bo Dallas thing that he does, where he just trolls the shit out of him and goes, you know, you tried really hard last night, and you ended up falling asleep anyway. But you woke back up. And now you know all you got to do is believe. And Brock just kind of laughs and shakes his head like, I can't fucking believe this idiot has come out here and done this. What did he think was going to happen? And then he fucking clotheslines him, and he gives him a couple German suplexes, and his music plays, and he starts to leave. And the crowd boos this. They boo his music, and they don't like that he's leaving. And he stops, and he's, "Mm, all right, I'll go give him one more. And the crowd pops huge, and he goes back in. And, of course, it looks terrifying the way he picks these grown men up from the ground and just lifts them like they're fucking small children and just tosses them on their head. And Bo was selling. It was masterful the way he was selling this. Just like every time was just death. Like his, just, his whole body just folded like a cheap lawn chair. And then Brock would leave again. And this time Heyman would catch up to him and go, whoa, 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 Brock, Brock, for me. One more for me. You could do right, right? And Brock just kind of sits and he looks at him. He starts chuckling. He's like, yeah, I could do one more. I could do one more. And he goes back to the ring and he does another. Or No, that time he did the F5, which was like, that's, come on. If you gave me the book, that's some shit I would do. I could do one more for you, Paul. Just for you, Paul. I got you, bro. And then he goes back in and does the fucking F5. How about that F5, though? How about that F5, though? Like, that's what that whole segment was. And like I said, it made good for smarks like me who were, you know, unsatisfied with the finish of the of the Undertaker match. Nice. Yeah. But it was good. Go watch that. How, about, how, about that, how about that eight-man tag match at the end, Gino? Divas Revolution, man. Until the finish. Holy shit, the finish. So, so the booking is Divas Revolution because it's just a bunch of dudes and put them on TV and let them do things. And then Big Show, because he's Big Show, costs his team the match because he tries to punch – Randall Ortman, and instead punches Sheamus. Orton hits the RKO, and they get the pin. Kevin Owens and Rusev, a tag team I had no idea I've been dreaming about my whole life. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, I hope this is a real team. I hope Holy team. shit, these two. They get up in Big Show's face and are essentially saying, you big, dumb fucking idiot. You are a stupid, you are the dumbest ass. You it just every time with this shit, you always do this. You're so stupid. And Big Show fights him off for a second, but of course they overwhelm him. And fucking Rusev sends helps catapult Owens and does his fucking uh, cannonball gimmick in the corner. And it's oh my god, these two, I, this is brilliant. And then they leave. And then because this is WWE, the four baby faces, Orton, Cesaro, Ziggler. And who was the other one? Ziggler. Uh, no, you said Ziggler. Orton, Cesaro, Ziggler, and someone who's apparently oh, not. Oh, Ryback. Ryback was Ryback. out there. And they all get together, and they huddle, and they look in, and they see Big Show, and he's beaten up, alone. He's been humiliated. His teammate has run. His teammates have run out on him, and he helps the babyfaces win their match. And they huddle up, and what do they decide? Let's beat the shit out of him. So they get in the ring, and they hit him with a couple finishers, and everyone just yucks it up, and there you go. Uh, this was phenomenal, if only because that's a real fucking thing that happened, dude. They looked at this beaten dude who'd been abandoned and humiliated and left to die and thought, let's fuck him up. Let's even fuck him up. 
like, <laughs> they literally looked at that. And were like, I, let's all get in and just fucking murder him even more than he's already been murdered. I, I was I, I was impressed though with uh with Cesaro and Ryback lifting like just gorilla pressing Big Show over their heads for the the assisted RKO that was pretty sweet. The probably the the highlight though besides Kevin Owens' Rusev new tag team which I hope is a real tag team is Owens trying to help like going to help up Sheamus and then just being like fuck it like I'm not helping you either I'm going back yeah. I'm going to the back with my Rusev. Somebody put a gif of that in the uh, thread. I think here it's pretty awesome. I like this makes sense. This is a very meta thing because Big Show has probably turned on all of those men at one point in his career, right? At least twice. So this I, was yeah. finally revenge. I guess that's fine. I just I can't I'm laughing so hard at that. I can't believe that. Let's yeah, beat the uh, shit out of him. Yeah, the uh, there's <laughs> the thing of Kevin Owens is the greatest thing on earth. He's so good. So Rusev. The, the deciding not to help Seamus up is. I don't know. There's some good stuff from tonight. We we might just need a, a whole moving pictures thread. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we really do. And also, Lana's really violent since she got with Dolph Ziggler, man. I hate the I hate the two of them so much. And that's a shoot. That's not kayfabe. They've got her. They've got her. Oh. His entrance now. They've got her just shaking her ass in increasingly smaller clothing. And she and, and she's she wearing put, more clothes. And she put on Twitter. Yeah, he's wearing more clothes. She's wearing less. She put on Twitter. Pants. She put on Twitter. I'm a trendsetter. I set trends. You can keep following me, summer, hot summer, but I'm a trendsetter. Like, lady, you're wearing the same shit Dolph is. What the fuck are you talking about? You're wearing you setting a trend here. Yeah, you were acid while you're fucking like you reverted back like 30 years. What are you even saying? That trend wasn't. That trend was barely hot in the fucking 80s. Please stop talking. Please she stop is, tweeting. She is over though. People still do the "We Want Lana" chant and everything. You know what sucks about it? It's almost a bad thing, because why do you think they think she's over? Why right, is she they, over? Why is she over? Because she's, she's got great fucking legs and a real nice midriff, and they show it off, and they've got her out there shaking her ass around. And I, look, I, I, man, I hope that's not a horrible thing to say, but I feel like that's the fucking truth. Like, that's the whole thing of it. I don't, it's, it's awful. It's terrible. And the women who aren't doing that, the Divas Revolution, oh man, how, how about that? The woman who's the most over is the one who's tits and ass, and that's... Well, I mean, I, the, to play devil's advocate on that, to counterpoint that, is Please do. at least, and I, I, I'm sure that's the argument that goes on backstage, but the other reason that I think that she's over is because she's in an actual story. It might be a horrible story, True. but she has a conflict with somebody, she gets, people get you know, screwed over, and they get revenge, and Pick things side. happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is what the Divas Revolution is missing. That's if the you're on Lana's side, missing. you're on the wrong side. You're on the cold fish side. Cold fish. Yeah. So. Roth, what are you doing? Why do I hear myself? Did he just, is he even, he's not even on the call now. Well, who's, what's with the, where's the reverb coming from? I don't hear any reverb. That's just you. Oh, that's just me. All right. Yeah. Where did Matt go? He's gone. He just disappeared. Maybe he fell asleep. <laughs> and fell forward face first on his keyboard. And <laughs> um, yeah, no. If, if you're on the Lana side, you're on the Coldfish side, you're wrong. Hot Summer's yeah. where it's at. Lana's, exactly. Lana and Ziggler are terrible together. And the, the way the story's played out has been really bad. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what – I don't like golf. That's all. There you yeah. go. What else like was his, there? I don't like his pants. 
Um, yeah, the pants we talked, we talked Dudleys. So the Dudleys are back, right? I mean, that's. Do you have, do you have any more info on that? I mean, well, this, this, Joey, Styles, Joey Styles tweet. Yeah, they got a shirt. Joey Styles tweeted that uh, they're back, and there here's an exclusive interview with them. So I haven't had a chance to look at that yet, and I'm I'll probably send it to you to do something on it because I got a lot yeah. of shit that I got to do as soon as I get off here. But yeah, um, I guess they certainly the way that was booked. I mean, they yeah. they took out the tag team champs. And they did all their spots. And yelled at the former champs. And they when they yelled at the primetime players, Bubba said, uh, do you know who we are? We're back. So Sorry about that, guys. The, the Roth twins are on this call. I got two of you. Yeah, I got two yeah. of you, too. Nikki and, yeah. Nikki and Matt, the yeah. Roths. Yeah, there was a power surge, so I lost internet for a little bit. Nice. Um, I don't know. We're trying. We're trying to think if there's anything else we haven't covered yet. I don't know. What did we miss? We oh, oh Brit, the, the new member of the Wyatt family. Oh yeah, Braun, oh, Braun yeah. Strowman. Monster Balls McBig Person, as Matt Fowler, <laughs> as Matt Fowler dubbed him. Monster Balls McBig Person is the greatest fucking name. I hope he fused with Bill Dumpster. <laughs> He looks, Dave Walsh said, he looks like a cross between fucking Snitsky and Festus. And I'll never not see that when I look at his big dumb ass ever again. Oh. <laughs> I tell you, though, he's good fodder for my new gimmick on Twitter, the, the Tom Phillips gimmick, that he, Tom Phillips interview questions. <laughs> I was so, when he interviewed Neville, and I, I'm going to keep going with this. Yeah, he interviewed Neville. What do you think your disadvantage is? And Neville's like, well, I think my size, definitely. And I was just like, is that a real thing that they just did? Or what the fuck? What kind of question is that? So I was just like, Phillips, what's your big disadvantage, Neville? I'm short as shit, Tom. Did like, you what see, do you want? Um, your uh, your meatloaf bit got over on uh, on the on .com and on Uprocks. On Uprocks too, huh? Yeah, they had they had they had your uh, the the la- it was in their laughing face meme post that was your uh, the meatloaf bit. Oh yeah, I don't. You're big, yeah. you're big Twitter superstar. Cool. No, yeah, uh, but yeah, no, and people. It's funny because I did the. That's what I did for, for Phillips. Or tell us tell us a little bit about yourself and Stoneman. I'm dumb as shit, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) And a couple people were like, dude, I fucking love these. Never stop doing that. I'm I'm never going to stop that. They're great. It's good fighter. But no, yeah, he's big. He's a strong man. Mm -hmm. Right? Literally. Right. That was his previous job. Yes. I mean that in a literal sense. Not like he's big and strong, but like that's actually his occupation. And he looks dumb as hell. So that's the whole. He's perfect for the Wyatt family. He's what happened. He's what he happens when Sister Abigail had sex with, the mountain? I don't know, Nathan Jones. I don't know. <laughs> the mountain from, from Game of Thrones? With Festus? Yeah, the, the monster. The, the mountain. Yeah. It's Nitsky, is, is right? Nitsky. It wasn't me. It wasn't my, not fault. my fault. It's not my fault. Uh, yeah, and if you didn't see my tweet on it, he is also, if you recognize him, it's because he was the uh, Roman centurion in the Rosebuds. So that's that's where you that's where you know him from. He he hung out with the guy who dressed as a cheeseburger and caught Adam Rose when he did the trust falls. And cheeseburger. I'm still I'm still waiting to find out what happened to the bunny. Uh, bunny is the uh, GFW uh, champ, I think. PJ Black. PJ Black. Feels oh. so haggard. 
feel like I've been chewed up? Uh. Spit out? Knocked up? Passed around? Do we want to talk about Xavier Woods ethering uh, Virgil on Twitter? That's a big story. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. that I didn't post that last night. I didn't know if, if you wanted Gino to get it. You got it. It's well, as soon as I saw it, I, I knew that it was going to be. It was actually got a lot of hits today, too. It did really it, got, well. it was all over everywhere. It was like Facebook, and yeah, it was a big story. Yeah, it got over. That, 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 was, that was what happens when you find out someone got erased from the internet. Like, mm-hmm. Vir, Vir, Virgil has never existed. There's, no, there's never been somebody named Virgil before. That man, Virgil's that man... There was there was a that was a death. Yeah, Virgil's an idiot. Not yeah. Wow. I don't know. Was there anything else on the show we missed? What do we got? No. Anything? No, that's good. Um. Yeah, I think we're good. All right. You want to say anything about Sting? Gino, I know you. I know you like that guy. Dude, Sting's here. What? what so the um. So the so the post show. I was reading uh somewhere else. The the dark. The post-show stuff was that uh, Triple H says he should have finished staying at WrestleMania, so in order to do that, he is granting him this title match. So, mm. get ready for it. How, how did you not finish him? Sting he, shook his uh, hand. Apparently didn't, yeah. He should have driven a stake through his heart, I guess. I don't Why know. did you shake his hand, Sting? Why did you do it? Mm-hmm. He's in two, man. And now Sting can't call on Hogan as backup this time either. So oh he's man, trouble. he's in trouble. Yeah, he's got the outsider still. Luger, where's Luger? <laughs> where's Luger, man? <laughs> Isn't Luger in a wheelchair? He's probably. I think he's doing. Luger it. is. Yeah, I don't know. I think he had something to do with the death of Miss Elizabeth, but now. I I should, think oh shit! It got real. Um, well, wasn't he there when she OD'd? Yep. I don't know the story. I think Luger was there. I can't, yeah, I I can't think, comment on it. If you don't know, you shouldn't comment. Either. I allegedly, yeah, I don't know, but I think he was the. I think he was the person who called nine one one. I'm not right. saying he killed her or anything, but he was there. Right. Anyway, um, well, that's a downer. Let's talk about um, John Stewart. What happened to the statue? What happened to the statue? Yeah, what know. did they do with that statue? Did Ooh. you actually see it? Ugly as shit. Yeah, it's horrible. Just awful. He looked like an X Man, and they had the, both the. It looks like it was not good. Yeah, Rollins is. I don't know. I, maybe that interview did something to me, but I hate his fucking guts. You you joined Team Greenfield. He's That's, bad, man. You, you're He's on just, Alex's team now. Well, well, they. It's funny because yeah, I was right there where I was just like, man, I'm done with this asshole. He's just that. That interview just made me just man, fuck you. You just because to to say that people don't get it is like, come on, dude. What you do, it ain't fucking rocket science. I know you want to think. It's this super complex thing because you got your insider terms. Brother, it's fucking easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It's simple. You're not, it's, uh, this isn't astrophysics. It's fucking wrestling, guy. We know what heat is. We know what it means to make people dislike you. We know what it means to make people dislike you in such a way that they actually still want to watch you because they just want to see you get beat. I don't think you understand that, motherfucker. And you're not even from Davenport, Iowa. You're from Buffalo, Iowa, which is just outside of Davenport. And Buffalo's a shitholes. Shut up. Uh-oh. Uh, Quad Cities throwdown. I know, right? He's not even Quad Cities. I, like, he said Buffalo. that. I watched an interview, and he's like, yeah, well, I grew up in Buffalo, Iowa. And I'm like, wait, what? You're like, we're from Davenport. That's not. Mm. That's, some, that's some shit Chicagoans do. Or people mm. who are outside of Chicago act like they're from Chicago. Mother, You're not in Chicago. You're in the suburbs. Shut up. 
shit getting real. People are the worst. Give a fuck. No, yeah, so... Yeah, that's it, I think, right? That's raw. Is there there a wrestling show tomorrow? Tough enough finale tomorrow. Tough enough finale. Let's do it again, boys. I don't watch. I have not watched a second of Tough Enough, but I might no, tune in doing, just to see Cesaro. No, we're doing a podcast at seven. I know. Oh yeah, that's right. Eight. Yeah. Kara and Kate. Oh, we got uh, both of them. You want to put that over right now, Gino? Since you alluded to it, but at least tell everybody what it's going to be about. Feminism and wrestling. So all you feminists, or even. Especially all you people who don't buy in or... All you men's rights activists. All you fuckers who think there's not an issue, please listen to this because we're going to get some feminists on to talk about feminism and how it relates to wrestling and feminism in general and just, um, yeah, we we want to have a discussion and we don't want to act like our two white asses, two white dudes are the people who should be having that discussion. We actually want to bring on some women who actually go through shit in their daily lives where they have to defend just the fact that they exist as women in the world. So, yeah, we're going to talk about that and how it relates to wrestling and, and all that good stuff with people who who we respect and whose opinions we respect and who we think you'll actually like. So, yeah. please and, and, listen. And even me, too. I'll also be there. So Please listen and learn some shit. If that affects your decision to tune in. Do this cool thing that you should do more of in your life, which is close your mouth. And I know it's weird coming from me, right? <laughs> Close your mouth and open your ears and learn a fucking thing. There you go. That's the plan. You heard that? It.